0: What a fantastic time of year. I literally uh, just put my head back together after it had, you know, like, Lego undone and then came back together and someone threw it at somebody.
1: It's video game news Christmas. Yeah,
0: and then I exploded on the inside. There were so many times that I uh, screamed like a stupid uh, fanboy. Uh, But there were also times where I was, like, let down and and seemed like a... What do I want to say... Like an overprivileged child. Being like,
1: Yo, give me more! That's not what
0: I wanted! That's not what I wanted! And uh, I'm very self-aware that there's... Obviously, every E3, you can fucking feed into the hype. We actually did this year. We did... We were planning a uh, three-day-long bingo... Card-filled uh, drinking fest.
1: Yeah, pray to get your stomach pumped. Yeah, because I was ready to.
0: In. I was ready to puke black. Yeah. By the end of this, and uh, it's it's kind of funny because our livers
1: are. We regret to inform you that our livers are just fine. Yeah,
0: sadly enough. <laughs> um, honestly, I, and part of that was uh, there was really bad communication on the E3 site. Uh, when I looked up the dates, it said that it was going to go from 12th, 13th, to 14th, mm-hmm. but. To our dismay.
1: And Microsoft and, like, Sony stuff was all over the weekend.
0: Yep, everything was over the weekend. So when we actually started up, we hit up Nintendo. So we watched a lot of this uh, kind of after the fact. But we were able to gleam a lot of good news from it. Some bad news. uh, And some mediocre news. Hope you
1: like Smash.
0: Hope you like Smash, because, boy, do I got a lot of that. So we thought that it would be great to do um, our first ever, as we our fairly new podcast at this point, um, but our first ever E3 coverage episode. And this is essentially just our opinions. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, here's 45 minutes of us farting out our mouths. We hope you enjoy it. No different from last week. No different from last week. So we want to start off talking about the best of conferences that we we got to see. And there's quite a bit of good stuff.
1: Would you like to start us off or should I? Uh,
0: I'll go ahead and start us off with just an overview of what we're going to talk about and then we'll uh, vivisect and dissect and look into all the gritty guts of the thing. So starting off with Bethesda, Mm -hmm. wow, Yeah. yeah, I wish I would have started off watching E3 with just Bethesda, it was nuts. Bethesda gave us about a 35 second trailer that brought the fucking hype for Doom Eternal, a game that we really don't deserve, but we're fucking getting.
1: Yeah, I mean, if there's like, if there's like one thing that I could only pick I was, mm-hmm. I was bucket at E3, Yeah. would <laughs> <I'd> be new. <laughs> It'd be if Doom. you know me, you know me, that's like my favorite game series. Yeah. Like if, if somebody like put a, a double-barreled shotgun to my head.
0: And you had <laughs> to pick. Yeah. Doom. Like, yeah, and ripping tear, ripping tear.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a good time to be an id software fan.
0: Oh yeah, because
1: uh, pretty much every id software shooter, uh, got some love here at e3. Oh yeah, because yeah, Doom Eternal. He got Rage 2, which is looking pretty damn good. Yeah, I like uh, the first one.
0: You played through it uh in its entirety, right? Mm-hmm. I I touched it a little bit. I was like, you know, this is fun, but. I'm going to go back and play Borderlands. Yeah. Like, it came out at a very weird time. I think that it came out um, around the time that people were waiting for Inquisition. No, not Inquisition. Yeah, I remember Since it like came It's like 2010 at- or 11, so... Yeah, like, it came out at a very strange time. I, I feel like... I
1: think, 3 and Battlefield 3 came out the same year.
0: It was one of those games that was kind of released on interim while it's like, hey, play this while you're waiting for this. Pretty
1: much, yeah, because I think Rage came out in October, and all the AAA, the Call of Duty, and Battlefields came out in like, November.
0: Yeah, it literally felt like one of those, uh, like, hey, you know, use this to tide over while you're waiting for the games that you really want to play.
1: But Rage 2 looks to, you know, kind it of step it up.
0: awesome, dude. Yeah, they're, uh, they're using some... Um, Kind of ideas that they had in their mad max game that they had put out which was free a couple months ago that was a
1: uh, what uh, not, not rock steady uh avalanche games yes so it's like avalanche and its software kind of came up here.
0: So we got a lot of those cool visuals that they uh, that they use for that. There's this seamless uh, getting in and out of your vehicle. Like, it's not a loading anything like that. The world is live. You've got very intuitive enemies. To a point, we did see a lot of them walking into the crosshairs to get got. Because, I mean, like, it's,
1: you know, the, the meticulously scripted, kind of scripted gameplay, mm-hmm. which you kind of have to come to expect from E3. Oh so yeah. they'd probably like, have on like baby dick easy.
0: Yeah, so they were just kind of like running in there and everything. But like there were a lot of powers that you get. Fully voice acted uh, uh, main character.
1: wasn't really crazy about him, but like...
0: But yeah, it was just like, <laughs> oh, like oh, whatever.
1: Oh, he took everything from me. Oh, I hate <laughs> it here. This Wasteland, which is kind of a running theme for a lot of games.
0: Yeah, uh that was a big thing that was uh that's kinda of one of the lukewarm things of the whole thing that I'm gonna talk about. Um so Rage Two and yep. then uh we had Wolfenstein Youngblood, which right now is an assumption, but we might be looking at a two player Wolfenstein game where we take on the twin daughters of none other than Terror Billy Blaskovich. Yeah. And holy fuck, that looks... I wasn't
1: expecting that. I wasn't we just got We just got New Colossus last year.
0: Yeah, and uh, New Colossus is also releasing on the Nintendo Switch here at the end of the month That's of cool. June. And I uh, actually just peeled open my copy that I've had for months and put it into the PS4 yesterday. You should finish and it. And what do you know, it's great. <laughs> Who'd have thought? And then... On top of that Also yeah,
1: Wolfenstein's Cyberpilot, which yeah. sounds pretty fucking dope. And
0: uh that's a VR game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck yeah, gimme give gimme give all the things. I saw,
1: I saw some gameplay footage of it and like. There's parts in uh, New Colossus where you hijack um those like flamethrower like dogs. Oh fuck. And yeah. I think it's like you know, sh- mm-hmm. you're controlling these things in VR.
0: Which sounds great, yeah. I want, yeah. I want more robot-controlling VR games. Yeah. Um, so moving on from Wolfenstein to, or uh, not 2, but I guess it'd be 3, yeah. uh, Youngblood, uh, let's move on to Prey. Prey let us in on quite a bit of fun information. Yeah, it was,
1: this, uh, first, it was a very often requested uh, New Game Plus mode. Yep. Yeah, like listening mode to so fans. That. Yeah.
0: Listening to fans and adding a new mode for us. A separate
1: story mode. New game plus, and then uh, they added like a roguelike addition to the game called Moon Crash. Yep, which uh, it's like an. And how much is this? How
0: much does this cost?
1: It's free, and it released. Huh. I, <laughs> I just reinstalled Prey because I was like, yeah, I need to need to play that.
0: Right? How and strange. Prey was one of those out. games. Like,
1: yo, is this is a really good game that I'm probably not gonna finish now.
0: And it's so strange because this is a uh, you know the second boot that we've had of Prey. The first one was. So fucking strange.
1: Yeah, I liked it. I
0: remember someone gave it to me, and Uh, I just, like, had it in my school bag forever. I think my
1: favorite part in the first play is when you inadvertently murder your own grandfather by flipping a switch and then accidentally, like, chopping him up into bits.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. Remember that? (laughs) I do. I remember them talking about ancestral spirits and things, and you were, like, a mechanic or something. Yeah. And, uh... It is later this year, correct? Uh, they're putting out um, like a kind of separate game, uh, which I think is actually—is it still part of just the regular game, Typhon Hunter?
1: Yeah, it's uh, that's a VR game.
0: It's a VR game, it's like, so it's gonna uh, be separate, correct? Played, like
1: I imagine it'll kind of be sort of similar to uh, like Prop Hunt. If you ever played Gary's Mod, yep. Prop Hunt.
0: And so in this game, where uh, you take control of a mimic, or perhaps you are a person trying to find I, the mimic. I thought I
1: heard something that it might be like multiplayer, but I don't know. Right? I don't, I don't
0: it's think. it sounded like it was.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you, it's uh, you play as um, Morgan Yu, It's just the mm-hmm. protagonist of prey, and um, you're being hunted by the mimics. And I think it's just a straight up like kind of I don't know if I'd call it, like arcadey game mode.
0: It sounds like it, it, it I might, probably It sounds is. like it's
1: kind of like for like a quick gratification, whereas the main game of Prey is more like... A story. A story, you know, you take it apart, you yep. go at it at your own pace. Maybe you have
0: different levels, like welcome to the office, try and find all the mimics before they kill you or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. You know, and then uh, you might just have like your regular melee weapon and you just kind of bonk things. Yeah, I and
1: mean, like, one of the things I said that I really liked about Prey, it's like, uh, Prey has kind of changed how I approach rolls of toilet paper because now I find myself <laughs> sneaking up on it and whacking rolls of toilet paper with a wrench because it might be a mimic. And
0: honestly, they actually—that's
1: that's the kind of gameplay I live for. <laughs> and the
0: two uh, the two individuals that actually showed off everything that Prey was going to give us this year—they had fun. I really yeah. like their little their little uh, synergy and chemistry on stage. They were very funny. They had kind of nods to the th-
1: game, you know, with these like. I can't remember their names, but the guy I can't remember their names either. A sticky note said, "Not a mimic," and slapped it on his partner.
0: Yeah, and she just like had it on her shirt, and they're just like kind of laughing, talking about it, and then it falls off, and he's like, "Oh no!" Yeah. And then she just like looks around at the crowd, and yeah, yeah. they had the they had the fun little uh, video presentation where they yeah. were talking their, about it, yeah, and then they get attacked. It, yeah. yeah, they got attacked by their coffee cup that was a mimic, and uh, yeah, overall yeah, they had. a... It. Yeah, play. go just play go. Prey. It's Probably one of the
1: best games that came out last year.
0: And uh, if you go and buy yourself a physical copy and stay away from the digital uh, marketplace of PlayStation, I want to say anyway right now, um, you'll find it fairly cheap. I think I saw a copy of Prey earlier today for there's about like 40 a, bucks.
1: I want to say there's like a digital deluxe version that comes with everything. But I can't remember. I, I don't know. I, th- I think I just straight up bought, like, I bought Prey on sale. Yeah. I was like... It was like two months after it came out, and it was like thirty bucks. I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. So just keep your eyes to the ground and actually, you know, uh, be looking for it because you'll probably end up finding a pretty good uh, sale on it now that we're getting past um, all the E three hype. This is a good time to buy video games. Probably just about as good as uh, Black Friday, honestly.
1: So, Bethesda continuing Fallout.
0: Oh, yeah. Seventy six. Yep, Fallout seventy six. Uh, we can still put that in with the good, I suppose. It looks like it runs on the Fallout four engine.
1: They did. Uh, they I did like that. They kind of reassured players that like you can play this single player.
0: Yep, you can play it single player if you want to. They still had the whole leveling system. Uh, like with the um, update that Fallout four had, with uh, being able to build anywhere in the wasteland, that is going to be a staple in the game. So, in um, they said 100% dedicated servers, is what Todd Howard said. Mm-hmm. And these are not going to be servers that are going to have, you know, 50, 100, whatever, how many people. He said a couple dozen. It's
1: like, you yeah, like dozens or something. Yeah, like that, you know? so
0: anywhere between, I'm guessing, 12 and 48 at the very most. Yeah. Because he said, um, this is the wasteland, it's not, you know a metropolis you're not going to have a shitload of people but i think that they also said that there's not going to be any npcs about either it's literally just you and the wasteland and kind of finding what
1: see they did say like every person that inhabits it is a real person yeah so, yeah
0: so uh, i I'm, he was very self-aware in this whole presentation we're uh we're gonna fill in with the 76 here and then kind of move into the other fun things that todd howard had for us i was actually very taken aback by uh uh how fun he was on stage yeah i was like his
1: little stories about uh his like b3 experiences
0: oh yeah that was fantastic yeah he is a very good presenter he uh he deserves his position i think i hope that he's a good boss yeah, he because he seems like a good guy, uh, regardless of being kind of like a chud as far as like the internet kind of portrays him. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, so going back to seventy six, we got to see quite a bit of gameplay, mm-hmm. and, um, and it
1: looks like Fallout Four now has multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. Which, okay,
0: sure. We've got a whole bunch of quick wheels. You know, you've got your emojis and all that shit. Get to band together with your friends. You. Could get attacked by I'm some a random person. I sucker for
1: those uh, like Baltec cartoons.
0: Oh, I love the Tech cartoons, and these are like n- definitely right at home. It was They're a pretty good way to like, like kind of sell the game. I thought, yeah, just that guy that presents everything <laughs> like this.
1: Yeah, looks like your next door neighbors. Instead of coming over for a cup of sugar, is coming for a cup of murder. <laughs>
0: and he's just his cup of sugar turns <laughs> into a gun. <laughs> yeah, arm yourself with nuclear power. Yeah. Anyway, uh, again... Well, it, that,
1: that's how you'd retaliate to, like, your shitty <laughs> neighbor.
0: <Just laughs> and then it, it shows out. you and your friends in power armor going through on, like, what could probably be considered, like, a, a low-level raid. Yeah. And getting, um, nuclear codes. Yeah. <laughs> and getting into a silo. And, uh, we did see a huge drop in frames at this point, so it kind of makes me wonder what the game is going to look like when we get it. I did, um, like, um,
1: when they, they were talking about beta... Yep. Like break break your break it early. Break it early. Yeah. Yep. It's like cause in like Todd Howard kind of with the self It's like I've heard people say that sometimes our games aren't always, you know, bug free. Yeah. Which I feel Apparently like there's a lot of bugs. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Which I feel like is it's kinda of funny. It's like I like, yeah, read it, I've read it, it, it on it. the internet. But like <laughs> I bet it's probably caused some serious fucking headaches for people that like paid money. Yeah. And that probably like lost uh time. Mm-hmm. Or, like, progress. That yeah.
0: Kind of shit. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, you can kind of see it on both sides because. You know, it's not like they don't... They're big, complicated games. Yeah, it's not like they're sitting at their desk jerking off all day and then splooging on their keyboards and they're like, here's your game. They are working tirelessly, I'm sure. Some of them working maybe 12 or 14-hour days trying to get this game, like, hammered out. And that's everybody from the bottom all the way up to the top, from the guy who empties the trash cans to the people that are literally slaving away in uh, programming, Mm -hmm. um, all the way up to the people doing uh, PR And uh, so it's got to hurt them, like, mentally and, like, in their heart of hearts that, you know, sometimes it's not that great. It comes out broken. But, yes, when you're trying to show a game off that's this massive open world that's continuously uh, kind of going even when you're not there, Um, it's got to be hard. But uh, what else did he show? He showed us... uh,
1: (laughs) Skyrim for Alexa.
0: (laughs) You can get Skyrim on your Amazon Echo as... uh, Oh, who was it? Uh, Uh,
1: Jordan. No, not Jordan. It wasn't Jordan. Michael Key.
0: Yep, yep. So he was sitting there, and the Alexa is literally uh, Dungeons & Dragons DMing him (laughs) (laughs) through Skyrim. All the wheels of cheese. Eat all the wheels of cheese. And his wife is coming over like, didn't the doctor say you gotta lay out the dairy? And he's like, oh yeah, thanks. Thanks, babe. Eat all the wheels of cheese. Eat all the fucking wheels of cheese. Eat them all. <laughs> like, so, you know, he's he's just like, yeah, so you, you can get Skyrim anywhere now. You can play it on everything. And then he, and then he actually showed us about an eight second trailer 30 of... 30 seconds.
1: Vast, vast forest. And then Elder School 6. So, yeah, Elder Scrolls 6 has been announced. It's they're, been they're announced. It.
0: It's out of the way. At least it's out also, of the way. We know it's under, under fucking thumb.
1: They're also finally working on a new IP, which I think you said was the first one they've done in, like, original IP they tried in, like, 25 years. 20, 25 years. That sounds about right. Uh, Starfield, which is which, probably going to be on next gen consoles, which is, like, thinking, a weird thing to say.
0: Uh, Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield yeah it feels very strange to say i'm thinking and this is just an assumption based on what we've seen Mm -hmm. we will likely see those systems in 2021 yeah so we may actually see glimpses of these systems next year so i think that we'll probably end up seeing a little bit more of elder scrolls 6 a little bit more about starfield next year um maybe but see that's just it is that I, I still feel like right now we're probably about three and a half months away from uh, uh, these systems, as those things do typically come out in the holiday season. Yeah. That's when people are going to be, you know, they're going to have all their money from the year forked up and ready to go uh, so that we can actually, you know, buy them. It's it's the perfect Christmas present. So let's move on to like the lukewarm shit for Bethesda. Starting off with uh, yay, more information on Elder Scrolls Online and there's Somerset DLC.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm sure it's cool for some people, but I, I'm not. It
0: interested. did it has won what MMO of the year the past three years I think is what they had said.
1: You do beat WoW.
0: Yeah, uh, but they also have, I want to say, maybe a third or a fourth of the player base that World of Warcraft has had. Yeah. But, they're, I think, and I could be wrong, and I'm willing to be wrong on on our own podcast, that's completely fine. I don't really care. I don't play it, uh, so I'm not entirely... Uh, Well versed, but I think that they might have actually dropped their subscription fee and then it is now like a one time purchase, and they're looking to essentially get you on microtransactions for aesthetic things like mounts and things. I
1: feel like Bethesda's in that position where they can do that. Yeah, they I they think that need, they're fine. I they don't need subscriptions.
0: Yeah, and uh, with the Somerset DLC, that is a purchasable DLC. And uh, now if you were to go to the store and buy Elder Scrolls Online with the Somerset DLC, I think that would probably put you back 40 bucks. I like
1: the idea of like traveling to where the DLC land begins. Mm-hmm. And then there's like big like, tough-ass guards like, No, you can't get in, bitch. Yeah, you gotta
0: <laughs> give me your money. They yeah. <laughs> put out their hand. Your character hands them your debit card. Go to the
1: Bethesda store and buy the DLC see you brick yeah and, uh, oh, yeah uh was you enwa <laughs> <laughs>
0: so honest honestly though like um you know if you like mmos and everything like that and you haven't checked out eso now would be a good time to go and do it because they have a lot more content if you've been apprehensive before they have always uh stayed the course on it being a game that you can play alone or with your friends yeah. And um, it has a very vast storyline. I played it a little bit back in 2013 when it was still a a subscription-based game. And uh, I didn't mind it very much. Um, I played solo. I had a couple friends that I played with. But um, overall, the story's cool. The visuals are nice. But... Um, it is still very much so, an, uh, an MMO. So like your cities are very populated. They get very, uh, wear and tear on the PC. Uh, but if you've got a beast of a PC or you just want to play on a console because it is available on uh, PlayStation and Xbox, you can still get it there just fine. Cool. Yeah. Uh, moving on from ESO, we had the, uh, Elder Scrolls Blades phone app, which, uh, is basically Crypt of the Serpent King? No, I'm kidding. It's it's more like Elder Scrolls Arena, but on your phone, which is cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it seems like a good like format, like good mobile format game. Yep, you
0: can yeah. either move. I can
1: see myself like
0: downloading it. And I'm, I'm just sure kind of
1: pissing around with it once in a while. Yeah, I mean, like you can. I uh, play either... Legendary a lot. Yeah, I know.
0: I fucking. I bet
1: Elder Scrolls Blaze would be better than Legendary.
0: Yeah, I I, I am very uh, much so. Like, I'm sorry, I play a lot of mobile games.
1: Yeah, and I kind of was like, okay, this is getting ridiculous, I gotta stop. Yeah, because, I mean, like, we're suckers,
0: like, dude. We have spent some money. I
1: spent some stupid money on...
0: I've spent stupid money on a lot of different mobile games, so I do... Uh, I'm part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Um... Yeah, no, it, it looks fine. Like, you can either uh, use the casting version of um, movement, so you can click on the screen, your character will move there. Uh, you can hold it and actually work on it in portrait mode, which is just, you know, your one-handed mode. You can flip it over. I
1: did like it, It's like, cause you never know when you need a hand free? Like Todd Howard said.
0: Yeah, and then, like, everyone's really quiet. Like, and you hear, like, <laughs> in the crowd, you know, the nerds laughing. He's like, oh, come on, you fucking degenerates. What like, <laughs> if you have, like, a cup of coffee or something? He's <laughs> like...
1: He was fantastic.
0: He said, he said fuck. (laughs) He did drop an F bomb. He said fuck. That fucking perfect little cinnamon roll boy dropped a fucking F bomb. He's got a funny voice. Uh, Other things that were lukewarm? Well, Andrew W.K. did like a fucking six minute set right before they uh, showed off Rage 2.
1: Yeah, how, it was bizarre.
0: It was bizarre, and it was very strange, because, like, he was trying to hype up the crowd, and then, you know, it's and Andrew I WK. I don't think anybody was
1: having it. No. I, I mean, like, I feel like if I was there, I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. I feel like it was, for people watching, like, for, like, British journalists watching this stuff overseas, yeah. they are probably watching it at, like, 2 a.m. Yeah. Like, yeah, who knew this is what I needed at 2 a.m.? <laughs> Just Andrew yeah. W.K. flailing about on stage and, like, mashing keys on the piano. Yeah,
0: I mean, just like this, like, giant, muscular dude who hasn't stopped partying since the day he was born. <laughs> yeah. He's literally Slurms McKenzie. I think our our friend Reed had said that. He's like, Andrew <laughs> W.K. is the Slurms McKenzie of E3. <laughs> but, uh yeah, and, and so it just kind of seemed out of place, but they're like, No, dude, Andrew W.K. is the thing that makes Rage 2 As, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, he's part... E of Rage Two now, yeah. And as he, does he is the voice of
0: the wall-mounted head of Ruckus, the Crusher. the Crusher, which you can buy in the uh, I think it was one hundred and twenty-nine ninety-nine uh, limited edition of I Rage the, 2. Yeah, I checked the
1: Bethesda store; it's like one hundred and twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I
1: thought about it, but I don't know.
0: There was a there was also going back to like the other lukewarm things about Bethesda. There was a moderate amount of begging for applause or back patting. Yeah, like a lot of pausing, and like looking around, like yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of At, Skype. Or, you know, a like, money. a lot of, like, you know, uh, hand gesturing, like a, you know? Yeah, do it. Yeah, do, it do the thing. Um,
1: I'm pretty sure, like, these are, like, journalists mostly in the audience. Mm-hmm, yeah. So you're asking, like, people who are supposed to, like, be objective yeah. about what you're showing them to, like, yeah. get fucking hyped about, like...
0: Right, yeah, there's not... There weren't a lot of, um say, fan-fans in there because these conferences... Uh, the The show floor and the booths are one thing. Mm-hmm. Those are open to people like us. Yeah. Whereas the conferences and those things are typically reserved for journalists. And that comes from several years ago, uh, journalists the world over had bashed E3 saying that how can we even survive getting the news out and how can your games actually survive if we don't get the news out because there's all these gamers spending all their time and our time at your booths and in, in your conferences we can't get in there and we can't talk about the things that you're trying to sell and that's when E3 decided you're right and all of the obviously all the other companies that come to E three rather mm-hmm. made it a big point like yeah okay like this is bad for our business because without the journalists, no one knows what to buy because who could buy anything without a review? Yeah, how are you supposed to make your <laughs> own informed decisions
1: when somebody tells you why?
0: And so E3, for a while there, had closed their doors, and I think it was either one or two years ago they finally reopened their doors to gamers, but with a couple stipulations as I had just kind of laid out there. So, um, Fallout Shelter is available on the Switch? I already got it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I got it. I've been uh, mulling through that for a while now. I think I actually left somebody out in the wasteland, my bad. Oh, well. It's whatever. But I'm I'm looking for fun things to do on my Switch.
1: Yeah. I think that about covers it for Bethesda, then.
0: Other than the fact that Doom Eternal details and gameplay really aren't being shown until QuakeCon.
1: Which is kind of on my, like, bucket list of things to do to go to a QuakeCon. Yep,
0: so we're going to have to travel from Iowa over to Dallas in, what, August? Yep. And uh, we also couldn't get ourselves over to Los Angeles to go to E3 to take a picture with the Archfile statue to get in the sweepstakes to get free tickets for QuakeCon.
1: (laughs) I'm a sad boy.
0: We would have. We could have. I mean, it would have been dope. I would. I would
1: have worn my Doom shirt, so they would know that I'm a true gamer.
0: Right. I would have caked myself in an infant's blood, and uh,
1: and then I would wear my B.J. Blazkowicz jacket,
0: so they fucking knew.
1: Really, doubly know. Okay, this guy's a real gamer. (laughs) Right. I would uh, clearly. Yeah. Look at his purchases.
0: Yeah, I would have slayed a thousand demons beforehand and brought my uh, Doomslayer sword. Anyway, so moving on from Bethesda, overall, do we talk about League Champions? No, we didn't.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, free to play this week and like you stay in or whatever.
0: Yeah, it was kind of it was hard I'm to not kind really of sure tell. What, yeah, I don't really know what, what the hell he was it. trying to what what he was trying to say, but it sounded like
1: So the game you could purchase it. It's been available
0: for a long time.
1: For like over a year now. Yeah. Um Yeah, um you can buy like the champions pack which basically it's the equivalent of buying the game. Yeah. It's and then like any How much did that cost you? I want to say it was twenty bucks.
0: Wow! Get Quake Champions for twenty fucking yeah, dollars. and you
1: get like everything that's. You get ever to play Quake. To yeah.
0: That's you get s- to fucking play Quake. It's Quake Three,
1: but <laughs> shinier, and now uh, with yeah. some new stipulations.
0: And you get to play as the Doomslayer and Bj Blazkowicz. And they're pretty cool. Which is, uh, yeah, pretty fucking sweet.
1: And they have, like, really cool backstory for uh, the Ranger of Quake 1.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, like,
1: after the events of the first game, he's just been, like, going from dimension to dimension, and, like, he's completely lost his sanity. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where's the Quake game Mm -hmm. that takes place after Quake 1? I want to play that Quake. Yeah. You can put the Strong War on hold. I want to play fucking weird Cthulhu Quake again.
0: (laughs) That would be fantastic. But yeah, that that pretty much wraps up everything with Bethesda. So let's move on to Sony. Uh, Going into uh, an overview as to what was good with Sony, we had uh, the reveal of a new IP, Ghost of Tsushima. We had a neat banjo intro that (laughs) was like about five minutes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it actually led us into The Last of Us 2, and holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, and then we got to see more Death Stranding information than we've seen in three years combined. Yeah. And then more some, than we were ready for, probably. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely more <laughs> than I was ready for. We got to see a sneak peek at From Software's new game, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which is about as Japanese as it gets. And uh, Sony then uh, beat our dicks to a pulp by showing us nothing greater than happened at E3 than what we got to see here. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Fuck! I fucking blew my brains out when I saw that. I was so excited. It's gonna be good. And then I put it all back together because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to play it. Uh, they also had like this adorable animated shit in between showing us a uh, different game. Yeah, it's games. really bizarre. Like... Guy plays a dude on a trumpet and then we just get to see...
1: Con, yeah, control. Yeah, and see, like shit. that's
0: that's because like with Nintendo and Sony, uh, and Square Enix and a couple other things like Devolver Digital that we'll get to, uh, they didn't actually have like a live showcase. Yeah, they showed us trailers and gameplay and stuff like that, and uh, had recordings of people telling us what we could expect. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Microsoft and Bethesda had a <laughs> live. Uh, showcases, which we'll get into in the uh, tail end of this. Um, But yeah, anyway, uh, during this whole thing, and up until I want to say about the 17th of this month, uh, Sony has the Days of Play massive sale, like a fucking shitload of games, anywhere between 40 and 80% off. So if you slept on Witcher 3, you could get that game with all the DLC for... $20 Twenty dollars, Dragon Age Inquisition, all the DLC, nine ninety nine, fucking nuts. So then after that, uh, Devil May Cry Five, yeah, also got shown, and it looks like we're going to be playing as Nero, with, with uh,
1: uh, also featuring Dante from Devil May Cry, yeah, weird, and he's like, looks like motherfucking Arthas from Frozen Throne. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. Oh shit saw an image of like somebody that like had this like smile and I yeah. just like put the Warcraft 3 <laughs> throw them on, and, like you can't tell you can't tell That's we, we got, got a
0: we got a new like female side pro tag in there as oh, well yeah, she looked way cool there was a massive she better amount be a playable of playable character I'm hoping Probably um not, but like, she's kind of my aesthetic she looks a little rockabilly, and she's, like, obviously like the person who works...
1: from Lollipop Chainsaw or something? Yes.
0: And she works... I'm assuming she works on uh, Nero's new robot arm, because something happened, he lost his demon arm and got torn off him, probably by Virgil or something. Fucking by, knows. Uh, Gene
1: from God Hand. <laughs>
0: Gene! Are you the God Hand? Yeah. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, where's God Hand too, bitch? Capcom? Yeah. God damn it. That's
1: disappointing. I mean, they're, they're never
0: gonna touch that again, but... Right. So, uh... What what did you like the most out of that whole fucking Sony showcase?
1: Um, you see, my problem is I kept thinking about Doom the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, I think I thought Ghost of Tsushima looked really cool.
0: It looks pretty fucking Last great. Last
1: of Us. I'm not crazy about the series. I mean, it's. I mean, I That's just, just you, Brent. But if I went and played through the first one, like, okay, sweet.
0: That you when, can get that for ten bucks right now. When when uh when uh
1: <laughs> when the Last of Us one came out, I was playing Shin Megami Tensei four, I was like, Psh. oh <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. How are you gonna fucking put anything else before SMT four? I bet. A you need to go pick up SMT four A, <laughs> except for SMT fans, they'd be like, yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah, um, it's really violent. Incredibly violent, yeah. Uh, nonchalantly, just plunging your katana into a dude's back as you're talking to some chick with. Oh, fire. No, I was talking about the Last of Us. Oh, Last. Oh, god, yeah, that was that's even like horror, worse. Horrifyingly violent. Yeah, that was even worse than the um, Samurai game. Apparently, no, I
1: was talking about like, oh yeah, we want people to feel repulsed by the violence they're committing. Which, if you, uh, I heard a lot of stories about people who are watching the uh-huh. the the footage at E3 and they were cheering it on, you know.
0: Yeah. Welcome to video gaming now. We <laughs> yeah. talked about that briefly in our Ninja Gaiden episode about, you know, violence isn't necessary to make a game, but we want to have...
1: But this is like, I do want to say this it's like is... cartoon, but these are like... They, they really, I don't know, just make it look dude, like you're taking uh, somebody's life.
0: Yeah, uh, starts out, she's kissing a girl, and then all of a sudden, she's literally just stabbing a dude in the fucking throat with a shiv. Yeah. Uh, sh- about 35 seconds after that, we're watching guys, uh, gut a man while well, he's hanging. Yeah. And pull his organs out. Yeah. So they're, like, literally drooping. Because that wasn't enough. Yeah. Uh, you see Ellie drive a machete into more than a couple people's fucking, uh, throats she shoots a chick in the head yeah a uh, very realistic gunshot wound in the head we saw no sort of infected anything like that from the previous series there's a lot of conjecture at this point it looks great it yeah, looks like it really plays really fantastic uh if you loved last of us one obviously you're gonna get this if you didn't play last of us uh one go get that again it's been out forever It's short. It's on sale like every
1: other week, apparently. It really is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, go do that. And then check out that trailer, too, because it looks amazing. Uh, Moving on from The Last of Us 2, we actually got to see a pretty healthy amount of Resident Evil 2 uh, remake um, gameplay. And it is actually put in uh, through the Resident Evil 7 engine. Yeah. Which makes it look fucking terrifying. I saw
1: the beginning trailer with the rat crawling around. I was like, this is the Resident Evil 7 engine. Yeah. I I can tell because I... It looks I like it. Look. All
0: you gotta do is see that pizza on the plate, and you're like, "This Resident Evil Seven engine." Yeah, that's, that's,
1: that's some that's some old food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, uh, I seen it.
0: <laughs> I really liked uh, the little like PlayStation just sitting there yeah. next to the CRT. Because it's 1998. Yeah, exactly. Welcome uh, back, bitch. Welcome back, bitch. It looks fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, I got to see which uh, like one of the programmers played. He was kind of showcasing what it looks like when you get attacked by some of the zombies. And it looks absolutely terrifying. It's, again, third person. Not going to be first person like RE7. Uh, and they changed it up how it was set up in uh, its first adaptation. So a lot of the items that you found or encounters that you had are going to be switched up.
1: This is probably asking too much, but I just thought about this. like, What if they make a Resident Evil 3 expansion mm-hmm. to that? I, you know, or I wouldn't be. Place, like, chill. Basically. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I mean, it all happens at the same time. I want to say they kind of took. Some, I, I thought I heard reports that they took um, environments from the third game mm-hmm. and put it in the two remake.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That with the uh, with the demo that they had at E3, they said that it was literally only half of what the level was going to be. Uh, we already know that Mr. X is going to be in there. They teased him just a little bit. Uh, we're likely going to see uh, William Burke in quite a bit. And uh, we already know we're not just going to be able to play as Leon. We're going to get Claire's story in there, too. I'm, we're not entirely sure if Apparently you're going to have... They're
1: not doing like, the zapping system. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where... You know, like Leon's campaign, you know, if you take the machine gun in the thing that right. doesn't get it or whatever. Yep. Um They're apparently not gonna do that, but they do have each have their own separate So camp- they
0: each have their own campaigns. Yes. That's fucking nuts. Yes. That's great. So we really actually are getting two games. Yes, yeah, pretty much, Just yeah. like we did when we first got it. Um makes me wonder if we're gonna have a scenario A and a scenario B. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like that's not gonna that's the zapping system. Yeah. It's not gonna be like that.
0: Shit. Yeah. Well, anywho, um, so we've got all that fantastic news for Resident Evil Two. I could, I could honestly fill the rest of the episode with that shit. So we're gonna go ahead and move on uh, from that. For lukewarm shit from uh, the Sony conference, we had an old white dude playing a flute for a uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and he was yeah, really in it. And uh, it was just really strange. And then they're like, "Here's a game," yeah, like- <laughs> and it was beautiful looks like an art gate uh, like it looks like a masterpiece it looks like a piece of art that game um probably going to play it in subs like we said cuz it's just kind of strange hearing people talk Anytime and like,
1: like Japanese like feudal or like another yeah, area of Japanese that just is just feels
0: strange to have someone talking in english <laughs> with a japanese accent
1: speaking english in japan is just a little weird to me
0: yeah neo um, but yeah, anyway, uh, a lot of people At were saying they that can explain it in Neo Yeah, they do Yeah, because they see that you're an Englishman So they're trying to speak in English Because they know you don't know Japanese yeah. uh, And cats tell time <laughs> Thanks, Hanzo Anyway um, uh, But yeah, no uh, People were talking about how Ghost of Tsushima Looks like it's like Shinobi meets uh, Fucking For Honor And I've got to say that it actually Looks more like just Neo <laughs> I don't know, but don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what Shinobi game they're playing. Someone should school me on that. Um, the one where
1: you have an attack dog and, like, uh, yes. you rescue children. Yeah.
0: I'm all about rescuing the children. Uh, and just stars at
1: helicopters.
0: Skull and Bones was also uh, shown, which is literally just a, a better Sea of Thieves game. Maybe, yeah. I mean, like it just looks like it's got more shit going on with it, and it doesn't look like the people's skin meld with their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny 2 released information on their expansion, The Forsaken, where uh, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, I'm really sorry because I'm about to spoil what happens, but they literally show it in the trailer. Uh Cade Six dies. He's uh been in the game in, in the series since the very beginning. Uh very titular character to the series. He's just fucking dead. They show his uh ghost get fucking offed, and then he takes a couple bullets to the fucking dome. And he watch the light just phase away. Uh the title card for it literally shows your guardian carrying his corpse they're adding a whole bunch of uh, obviously new story content new weapons blah 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 but they're also adding a new pvp pve mode that looks really fucking fun uh so i would recommend going and checking out some gameplay on that uh they showed us uh like a 30 second trailer for neo 2 um where is guy got like he gets got by some ogres he got like a,
1: a hell knight Like imps shot their fireballs into his head, yeah. He pulled them out and then became a big, big boss demon,
0: yeah. Which who fucking knows? (laughs) Um, other lukewarm things, uh, with that, with that nice, awesome play sale. Uh, I actually bought Dark Souls 3 last week on the (laughs) PS4 because my buddy was uh playing it and I had originally owned it on the Xbox, and uh, yeah, uh, I just lost out on like 45 bucks. And there's literally no way to get a hold of Sony's support right now because they're dealing with so much shit from uh, the E3 release and all the sales. Uh, Got a hold of somebody and they're like, "Uh, call back in like a couple hours, really fucking busy. (laughs) You do that and then you find out there's like hundreds of people waiting ahead of you. Uh, The ugly thing from Sony was... uh, Trover saves the universe. Uh, Rick and Morty spinoff universe game that's yeah. literally just Justin Roiland talking and
1: Justin Roiland sarcastically narrating the whole fucking game. Yeah. It seemed like. Don't think I want. I'm
0: bathtub that. guy. <laughs> I fucking wanted to eat a brick the whole time they were showing off that game.
1: Uh, we got we got swords and uh, puzzles and action adventure. Uh, like really not. I can't. I'm agree. done.
0: I'm done. <laughs> I can't listen to that. No, yeah, and uh, they showed, I think, maybe a whopping total of actually eight seconds of gameplay.
1: I did see, um, I, I watched footage of, like, that Rick and Morty VR game that came out a while back, mm. and they did actually look kind of funny. Right. There was, like, a part where, like, you have to, like, impress a gang, and then, like, whenever you're about to do something bad, like... Like, oh, don't, don't throw that brick through that window. Oh, oh, he's going to do it. And, like, you do it. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, you're crazy. And, like, <laughs> or, like, you, like, pick up a bottle of spray. Like, oh, man, what are you going to do with that? Oh, and then, like, you, like, spray paint, like, VR rules and, like, <laughs> like, 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 stuff sucks. I don't know. It, it was kind of funny. But, So know. they're capable what of they making showed, a... What they showed there, I was just kind of, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm a little unfair to Justin Roiland and Rick and Morty, but I can't help it.
0: Right. I don't think
1: I can deal with a whole game of that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Let's move on to Nintendo. So with Nintendo, we got to see Fire Emblem, Smash 5, Smash 5, Smash 5, Smash 5, Mario Party, uh, Smash 5, Xenoblade Chronicles Expansion.
1: And of course...
0: Smash 5. Yeah. Uh, Demon X Machina. That looked cool. It looked fucking great. Octopath Traveler, again. This is, uh, I think, the second or third year that we've actually seen anything on Octopath Traveler. Supposed to be coming out this year, I believe. Looks pretty good. Um, then we had uh, GameCube controllers that are going to be released for Smash 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, so melee players can shut the fuck up. Yep, finally. <laughs> uh, then we had the Pokeball controller for uh, Pokemon, Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee. And then we got a tasty little treat. Ridley from Metroid is now being uh, shown off as a playable character for Smash 5. They showed so much Smash gameplay. And And that was a
1: thing that was being requested from like fucking Melee days or something?
0: uh, Literally, he's been requested as a character for 17 years. Yeah. So he finally got added. He is now the 65th character that is going to be playable in Smash 5. So, uh, honestly, I was just super-duper excited to see Fire Emblem. I like Smash.
1: Fire Emblem, they have some cool shit going for it.
0: But on the lukewarm side of things, they showed a little too much Smash. Literally a third of their showcase was Smash. Yeah, I think Smash.
1: really the main thing they really had to show. And
0: every time I saw any sort of interview or conference for uh, Nintendo, it was literally just Smash Smash things. Yeah. Which is Fine. People have been waiting for it for a long time. It's Uh,
1: probably going to be like the last Smash.
0: That's what Sakurai wants. He hasn't (laughs) been very happy with... He wanted to stop after Brawl, turns out. But um, he just kept going. But he's also one of those self-aware kind of guys. The the showcase for it was pretty fucking funny. Uh, Go watch it if you haven't. Just look up Smash 5, Sakurai, and you'll see the whole thing. Or you can watch the whole 32-minute showcase that they had. Uh, as far as lukewarm things other than the fucking smash taking up the whole fucking thing. Um the lack of things. The lack of things. That's the ugly part. Uh there's not as many games we hoped for, and this is where our like I'm privileged gamer, meh. There is literally nothing as far as uh Shimigami shown and we knew that uh, we were supposed to be getting that. Um it's been talked about since Did they
1: put out a trailer for it, didn't they?
0: Uh, a while back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, that's nothing why I, nothing as far as that they, goes. They
1: announced it. Oh, yeah, here it comes, bitch.
0: Nothing for Animal Crossing. We haven't had anything since uh, the update to New Leaf. Uh, and um, no Metroid 4. No Metroid, Metroid 4. 4. Where the fuck is that at? Uh, it was that really it fucking it was go. At a
1: Star Fox game? Starf- oh, yeah, uh, Starlink.
0: Starlink. 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 About Starfield. Yeah, and Starfield it, it looks like uh, you could like piece together a fucking. Like, R-Wing and shit like that. And, like, it was on your controller. I'm not sure what the fuck it did, but it looked cool.
1: It does kind of make me want to go back and replay uh, Star Fox Zero. Oh, yeah. Give that another shot.
0: It it looks fucking good. All in all, it looks really good. Uh, Moving over to the Capcom booth, we had really great RE2 gameplay that I already touched on. And uh, Monster Hunter has added the Behemoth from Final Fantasy XV to the hunt. Uh, that's coming up sometime this this uh, summer. I
1: guess maybe that's for the Square Enix thing, but uh, the the and Razz- then then the is going to be in Final Fantasy XIV.
0: Yeah, which fantastic for them! Yay! <laughs> hey,
1: there was uh speaking of like Doom Eternal, and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a, there apparently was a side quest or like a quest in um, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh They kind of made like a nod to Doom. Oh yeah. At the quest game, it was like, I don't really know the context. It was like, oh, this monster is huge. It must have huge guts.
0: Oh fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah! You must have huge guts. Rip and tear. Yeah, like pretty much. <laughs> uh, so lukewarm things to the Capcom booth. Uh, well, we got to see Monster Hunter Time Attack, which that is actually put on by the Monster Hunter team. Those uh, those two individuals, uh, Soxy and fucking. Whatever that other guy's name is. Those guys show up about every week to play Monster Hunter on stripping. the... Uh, yeah, stripping. Um, those two guys show up every week on the uh, Monster Hunter Facebook to play live as well as on their Twitch. And they put on a Monster Hunter uh, boss time attack where they did the uh, Ryu Nerhegante, uh arena event. And uh, there were no finals or anything, they just kind of talked about how good each person did, and then... Uh, nobody
1: beat the first team.
0: Nobody beat the first team, who did it in, like, fucking two, two minutes and 14 seconds, yeah. with a with a great sword and a long sword. Uh, holy fuck. I mean, it was cool. It was cool, but then it was just, like, anticlimactic, like, hey, thanks, everybody, bye. Yeah. Uh, everything that Capcom... Like, I feel like Capcom, supposed to be more to it, but... They didn't. As far as I know, there were Yeah, ones. and uh, all the fucking like, little things that you could put in to find Capcom's videos, Capcom Unity videos, whatever, couldn't find any of that shit on YouTube or anything like that. We actually ended up having to go to Twitch to find it, so it was pretty hard to actually catch them live. Uh, again, we well, just kind of missed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so the ugly part of Capcom, there was literally no information on any other title that they put out.
1: We did talk about Dumbly Cry 5, right? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. <laughs> Good. And then, uh, for, we almost forgot the first time. Right. Moving on to Devolver Digital, their whole, like, goofy-ass whole, yeah, showcase... Whole presentation was amazing. Fucking hilarious, for yeah. one.
1: And it kind of, like, makes fun of a lot of, like, the dumb shit that companies do with these things. Oh, yeah. And it's really, like, cynical, <laughs> like, uh, money-hungry, like, pre- presenters She's really funny. Oh yeah. And they had like I can't remember his name, but he's just like the gamer bro who like oh, yeah. fakes the gameplay like
0: right. Um so we're mean, probably go, not gonna... yeah, go
1: watch that. Um but the games they actually showed there, mm-hmm. Scum, which I don't know if I'll play it. It looks okay. Right. Um My uh, friend Pedro. My friend yep, yeah, my friend Pedro looks like a really ridiculous like two D like side scrolling shooter.
0: Throwing up a fucking frying pan in the air and then shooting it as it ricochets all the bullets at all the enemies. Yeah.
1: Uh, skateboarding and doing like Kip clips into people's skulls <laughs> um yeah that looks fun
0: and what did they yeah, fucking show the major show? fucking
1: bombshell which you can probably thank the super best friends for uh-huh. uh huh fucking metal wolf chaos is, is coming now to the coming. states yeah in like HD um president mech mm-hmm. believe in your own justice it's happening it's let's happening. party!
0: You play as the President of the United States of America who has uh, been uh, thrown, overthrown by yep. his VP.
1: Yeah. Richard!
0: <laughs> you guys battle each other in mechs, and uh, it, it's fucking great. It's super over the top. Go watch the uh, two best friends play a little bit of it, or just look up a trailer.
1: Or just just, just spare yourself all that and just get the game when it comes out. Oh, it. yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just blind bag that shit. Yeah.
0: And take it. So let's, let's talk about uh, just some... Random titles here too. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. About the only thing good that came out of the Microsoft uh, conference. Yeah, it
1: got hacked in the end.
0: <laughs> it, it looked fucking fantastic. That's uh, gonna be good. We know that it plays kind of like Alpha Protocol, Deus Ex, and Syndicate. It's a first person shooter game uh, with third person driving and some really great uh, visuals. But as a
1: as a stat, cool as a cool stat,
0: cool stat, which is
1: one I need to max out.
0: It's pretty fucking dope. Uh, there was a huge embargo on any press recording or showing anything from the game. Because, yeah, they
1: had, like, people could play it there, but, yep. like, they yeah just couldn't, like, record anything or... Right. Yeah. And that's
0: always, like, kind of hard to swallow, you yeah. know? Uh, CD Projekt Red does good on its players and will hopefully continue the trend with, uh, with Cyberpunk 2077. Now, William Gibson took to Twitter and trashed it based on what he saw in the trailer calling it the trailer for cyberpunk 2077 strikes me as gta skinned over with a generic 80s retro future but hey that's just me but has since said that he knows that he's just giving it a once over based on the trailer and that he has uh, dubbed it as a sincere but offhand reaction to a trailer yeah so he, he backpedaled a bit
1: I mean, yeah. If people don't know who William Gibson is, he wrote the Neuromancer series, which pretty much it, coined. Yeah, he coined cyberpunk. Yeah, it wouldn't. It probably wouldn't really exist as we know it without him.
0: But overall, looks really great. We don't know anything other than what we just said. But keeping ear to the ground, it's, it's probably going to turn
1: project. out. It's a project. I mean, they they've proven that they know how to make games. So mm-hmm. uh,
0: not at E three. Yeah, not at E three, but some of the great news that we got during the time sega came out of left field with literally no conference and let us all know some delicious news via social media we now know that pc gamers are getting all of the yakuza series and we in the west are actually getting their adaptation of Fists of the north star the tweet releasing the information on their decision to bring fifth of the north star west was pretty good comedy this is uh, this is the actual tweet. You asked for a Western release of Fist of the North Star, but the fact is, you were already getting it. And then some other shit. Hashtag, you were already dead.
1: Yeah, October 2nd. It was pretty good because I'm pretty sure we were, we were talking about this in the uh, Yakuza episode. Oh,
0: yeah. We, this yeah. This is what we wanted! This is what we wanted! And we're getting it! Yeah. And Sega also uh, announced that they are releasing uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the West missed out on 3.
0: Uh, sounds about right.
1: Because uh, 2 came out on the PSP.
0: Yeah. If I remember right, you can get a couple of Valkyria, Valkyria Chronicles games, maybe, on PlayStation Network.
1: Yeah, I know they, they did a uh, remaster the first one on PS4 and, like, PC. Uh, yeah, you can you can play the first one, definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the Otherwise,
0: just get a region... But yeah, 4. four yeah. is coming out. And then uh, moving on to the last pretty good thing about E3 that I have to say is, oddly enough, assassin's creed odyssey like it it feels strange to me to say anything good about this series after the release of games such as unity and syndicate but this puppy mill cranked out the fun and very pretty assassin's creed origins uh Odyssey looks great through and through and now has a heart in decision-making RPG methods as well as looting bodies for armor and weapons with a level system, loot uh, loot levels, etc. Just kind of uh, getting to play the game how you want to uh, rather than telling a lukewarm shitty story with really bad glitches and bugs everywhere. Uh, the team said that they were very much so inspired by Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which sounds promising. And overall looks very gorgeous to Mm. be able to hang out in places like sparta crete greece more than likely rome Uh, but yeah definitely go and look at that especially if you have been turned off by previous assassin's creed games i think that we're finally on the up and up again so let's talk about the not so great part this last part is going to go pretty quick so the not so great microsoft conferences in a whole uh, nothing really noteworthy here, other than uh, Gears Five got announced. Uh, Forza Horizon Four looks great. Uh, I think they said somewhere along the lines of like four hundred and fifty three fucking cars you can have. You can start buying properties. You got a rotating season every week. Uh, lots of different maps. Just a mess of shit to do. Kind of
1: reminds me that I should probably like get a. I think I think Motorsport Seven is out mm-hmm. and like Horizon Three. Yeah, yeah Horizon Three.
0: Because we have Horizon Two. You and I, if I remember right, it was
1: a dem- I think they, I think it's Horizon Four that they were showing off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So Horizon 3's out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I think that you and I own Horizon Two.
1: I uh, I got the demo of two. Uh-huh. We have Five Motorsport Five.
0: Oh. Yeah, huh.
1: yeah. Good, good really good uh, driving sim and Horizon's more like an arcade Yep,
0: and they even said like this is a game that you want to come back to every once in a while because it'll change over time. Mm -hmm. We know that you're not going to come and binge our game, but that you'll come back every once in a while to see what's changed.
1: That's cool, they're kind of like trying to think of like a way to kind of appeal to like more longer term players
0: oh yeah so other not so great things the very cringy phil spencer and his uh head of engineering lady there are many pauses and emphasis for applause and back padding. they sh- they said that they were getting 50 games 18 exclusives 15 world premieres and they showed a handful of things mostly indie titles uh, boasting about being the most powerful system out there on the market, they showed a random light reveal of Battletoads, which is probably going to look like hot steaming shit. I, um, <laughs> they didn't
1: show anything. They It's like, here comes Battletoads. Yep. Bitch. Yeah, I don't know though. It, fucking like speed bike hits a wall. Something then, about it just really strikes me, as so it's probably gonna be like really garbage. Bad. I don't know why. Three
0: players is what they said. Um, but anyway, uh, they are also getting near automata with all the fixins. They good. they showed off Halo Infinite, but who really gives a fuck? Let Master Chief like sleep in gaming history. Uh, have left uh, all that fucko, fucko pops. Yeah, fucko pop gears. <laughs> fucko pop gears. Uh, overall, just a really not great conference overall very not good lots of weird pauses and stumbling Microsoft and shit.
1: fucked up by like dropping uh platinum
0: yeah they dropped platinum and uh scale bound fuck dude that yeah. might have been really cool could have uh square enix then they showed us kh3 finally and gave it a release date after fucking years and years and years <laughs> uh final fantasy 7 Going back to the drawing board for, I think, either the second or third time, and we're now looking at a possible 2022 release date, whereas before they said that we were going to start getting episodes of the game uh, within uh, 2018, 2019, and then it went quiet, and it sounds like they scrapped almost the entire project, and they're starting from fresh. So, uh, it's Nomura. That's
1: really devastating. Like, yeah, how does that happen?
0: Uh, so bad that, like, uh, I believe that Nomura actually had to issue an apology to fans and, you know, uh, obviously everybody else that was at the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was pretty bad. Square Enix dropped the ball. They even released that information ahead of when they were actually going to go ahead and um, have their conference, as well as ahead of their orchestra. That uh, played a show I think on Sunday. Uh, Nomura came out and was like, "Hey everybody, blah, 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 and just like, please, please forgive me." Please forgive me. So um, they did get to show us uh, Hitman Two, which looks pretty fucking good. Hit-
1: Hitman's they really kind of I like how they kind of went back to the kind of
0: roots. Yeah,
1: yeah, of like the series with the Hitman One, or if you want to call it that now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, the last Hitman game I played was Absolution. I had a very fun time. There was a million and two different ways to do every mission. It sounds like there's a huge emphasis on that. There's big fucking levels now. It looks very over the top. You can, you know, go in and be as flashy or as silent as you really want to. I played,
1: I've been playing it since Codename 47, the first game.
0: Same. I ha- And I remember when they came out with that trilogy pack. And uh, until Absolution, my favorite one was Blood Money. Yeah. It was fantastic. It like,
1: was probably the best one. Uh, Contracts was good. I, Contracts. I got I got assignment, Assassin Rank on every mission in that one. Ooh. Not something I don't think I can do in Hitman 2. The, the game was kind of a pain.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, what else did we get to see? Well, we had a huge and heavy emphasis on Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood DLC that came out, I want to say, earlier in June. Uh, which, meh, if you like it, cool. If yeah. you don't, congrats. You don't have to worry about it. Remedy showed us a new fucking game called control yeah, which uh, I was, was struggling to
1: remember the game they put out before quantum break
0: yeah ugh. uh we like we enjoy remedy games. i want remedy to do good yeah we we really like remedy but man like what the fuck is control to me it looks like remember me Two. <laughs> uh ugh, i don't know it looked like it would give me a migraine after playing it for a little while but uh, Square Enix also showed that their partnership with Platinum is coming back to give us a new game uh, titled Babylon's Fall, which looks promising. Looks kind of like uh, I mean, somewhere... Yeah, it's,
1: and it, not just like if Yoko Taro isn't involved in it, that's fine. Yeah. As long as you have like, a pretty good like, JRPG story with like Platinum's very solid action game roots. Yeah.
0: Then it could like, be very fun. And then you,
1: it's, that's just a really good recipe.
0: So coming to a close here, we're going to talk about the bad and then we're just going to talk about um, I guess in closing uh, and overall. So with the bad, we have uh, not too much. EA and Ubisoft.
1: Yeah,
0: Literally shit. <laughs> what do you expect? These are two uh, video game corporation tyrants that keep pumping out the same fucking titles over and over and over and over with uh, little to no variation knowing that they will sell. Yeah. Did uh,
1: they, did they, they probably talked about Black Ops 4
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that dropped.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, that got added, too. So, uh, we literally didn't get anything for Splinter Cell, which is probably about one of the last fucking things, other than uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, that really I'd be willing to buy from Ubisoft, honestly. Um, nothing out of the ordinary here. Oh, mm-hmm. we got the abomination that is Anthem. <laughs> Anthem is literally just Destiny, Halo, and Mass Effect put together, like... This is the game you get when you show an AI all the sci-fi action adventure games that have come out the past 10 years, and then it made a game.
1: Yeah, I guess I'll have to see how it actually looks, but that's kind of the impression I'm getting.
0: Yeah, I I saw it and was like, okay, so BioWare is now completely like succumbed to the EA Beast and now they put they're up just, a good fight. they did, they did. Apparently,
1: they're still working on another Dragon Age.
0: They fucking better be, because that's about the only thing I'm going to buy from Bioware. <laughs> like
1: Dragon Age and drama.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a lackluster reveal of Battlefield Five. Literally nothing more than what has already been shown. And this is supposed to be their keystone, and they left the crowd I- I- incredibly cold. Yeah. We got like a little bit of a cinematic. We had seen some cinematic and snippets uh, of
1: battlefields.
0: <laughs> yeah, this random shit. Oh, hey, Battlefield Battle Royale.
1: Yeah, you all Yay. asked
0: for it. Yay. Did did people ask for it? Uh, you know. I feel like people that Battlefield Battle already games had are probably already
1: satisfied. Yeah. With, you know, the main two games that are out right now. And
0: there were already in uh I believe Battlefield 3 50v50 games. Yeah. Where they open up the entire map, boom, right there all your land and air vehicles right there, and it's a 50v50 game. Like, that was fucking nuts. That's nuts. Why do we need a Battle Royale game, dude? Deathmatch is just fine. Anyway, uh, I probably sound like a salty stupid right now, but uh, anywho, speaking of Battle Royale, PUBG uh, released War Mode that is coming to Xbox to fight Fortnite with a little bit more variety. So if you like your steak with salt and pepper... Here's a little bit more pepper. Uh, Fortnite, now out on Switch.
1: However, hope you didn't invest too much if you had the PS4 or PC version. I think there's a PC version. Shows I would assume. I didn't Pay attention to Fortnite.
0: Yeah. You know, we uh, we spent a lot of money on Fortnite when it very first came out. Not on loot boxes, but on the game itself. They yeah, were like uh,
1: Premier Founders or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Premier
0: Founders. I think we both dropped about 80 bucks on the game. So
1: we can say, like, we can talk shit <laughs> yeah I mean
0: like we played that game for like a solid uh, couple of months and yeah. like we were pretty earnest in it and uh, that was before the whole Battle Royale thing came out and it was just the uh, I believe the story called The Storm or something like that and uh, had a lot of fun you know it was a little zombie muncher fucking game strange maps whatever it was different I enjoyed it for the most part but uh, after a while it just kind of feels like a cell phone game because of all the loot boxes and the card collecting and fucking this and that yeah yeah so honestly, I feel like maybe Fortnite really doesn't exist without the Battle Royale, which if you're unaware of what it is... Store mode anyway. No, because uh, Fortnite's Battle Royale portion, well, that's free. Yeah. You can get in there and get that for free. If you want to play the story, the actual game, yeah. then you need to pay money. Um, But that's that's really E3 all in all, uh, as far as 2018 is considered.
1: See, we talked about yeah, um, Fortnite. Um hmm Oh, is the ps4 and pc version. oh
0: yes yep that point you um, were making yeah
1: that your your account doesn't transfer over to uh, the switch yep you need to make a new account
0: yep you can't just have everything anchored to epic games nope. or have some you know fucking fortnite dot fart account yeah. that you know allows you to hold on to all of the purchases that you've made
1: like all the time you've spent playing the game yep all the any unlocks you've, you've had invested into it
0: Time to restart.
1: Yeah, if you want to play on the Switch.
0: Yep, if you want to play it on the Switch. So, pfft, all your shit's gone. And then
1: Sony's kind of had like a, I don't know. They haven't really been like responding to it. Fortnite seems like the kind of game that would make Sony kind of be like, oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Our bad. Yeah my let's apologies not, not and we have to keep in fans. mind we have to keep in mind too that there is still a legal battle now going on between uh pub and fortnite
1: that's something i don't want to get into right no now.
0: <laughs> but like that's something that we will definitely see uh in the future unravel and uh that's going to get deep and dark i'm sure
1: so i guess in closing in closing Hmm. um really good time to be an id software fan because uh yeah i'm really happy about doom uh rage 2 i'm happy about Mm -hmm. uh pray that's not id software but
0: bethesda in general yeah honestly like if you if you were gonna like want to see uh the good parts of e3 go and look up your bethesda conference your sony conference and i guess just look for anything that's uh capcom related and yeah go watch like the the short devolver Devolver, uh, because that's 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 fucking comedy that was a good time
1: it's, it's you could watch that outside E three and have a good time.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I I say that's just about it. Uh, maybe we won't take time off to watch it next year. We kind of fed into the hype a little bit, and I we had a lot of hopes up. I
1: reason to get off
0: work and drink. Yeah, which I mean, I did yeah, some rain. yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, but uh, we will see you next week, and uh, we might be looking into having some more special guest episodes uh, with a little bit more variety here and there. But otherwise, it was fun. Glad that we got to barf our opinions at you. I hope that it's it was uh not too cringy <laughs> Thanks for smelling our farts. We'd love to smell yours. Uh
1: <laughs> Yeah, if you think we said something was full of shit, uh get it at us, I guess.
0: Yeah, I'd love to I'd love to hear how uh, how I'm wrong. Yeah. But uh
1: very nicely. Please tell us how nice, nicely, how we're on.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. As always, <laughs> we appreciate it. See you next week. Bye! Bye.